now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new special edition of Over the Line. That's right. No, this is not highly suspect. Not tonight. This is Over the Line. Yes. I just was feeling froggy and feeling like the nice guy that I am, decided to allow Trish to... Um, to allow me, you asked me to come to be come on the in. show. I, I decided to allow you and ask you. <laughs> I was going to say, I got a phone call. You got 30 minutes. Will you be on the show? Well, we're going to talk about something tonight that I think uh, you would probably have some good insight on. Not because of the particular instance, but because you're into all this kind of stuff with trials and, yeah. and the criminal justice system and all that kind of stuff. So we need to break down... The Bill Cosby thing that went down today in mm -hmm. Pennsylvania as the Supreme Court decided that uh, they are no longer going to be uh, imprisoning Mr. Bill Cosby on these uh, on these sexual assault charges. There's the conviction, really. That's disgusting. It's a conviction. Yes, it's disgusting, too. So... Can I, ask, can I ask you a quick question, though? Was it the state Supreme Court that overturned it? Or yes. The, okay. Yeah, state yeah. Supreme Court. Because I haven't heard the news. You know, you informed me that he was freed today. I, I wasn't aware of it until you said something to And me. he's up there in years. He's 80-something years old. Mm -hmm. um, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, as you see here, overturned his 2018 conviction for sexual assault, a dramatic reversal, uh, in one of the first high-profile criminal trials of the Me Too era. The court's decision seemed likely to end the Pennsylvania case, according to legal experts. And while more than 40 women across the nation have accused Mr. Cosby of sexual assault and misconduct, statutes of limitations in their cases make further prosecutions unlikely. So I think uh, that's a big takeaway. People need to realize that this is... Uh, uh, this is pretty much a done deal for Bill Cosby. For that one case. And we, I mean, let's be honest, he's not going to be on this planet much longer anyway. The guy's in his 80s. Mm -hmm. He's he's starting to to get decrepit. No telling how, how far down his health has gone in his time being in jail for... Uh, three years. I think it was three years on a on a three to ten year sentence. Right. So Which I mean, is probably how they were justifying it. Really, he was. I, I guess he was kind of coming up on a, a situation where he would have been able to ask for early release or mm -hmm. what. I, I don't know how that works in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Here's the news story from NBC News when that all happened today. Watch watch this right here. Tonight, Bill Cosby is a free man. His conviction tossed out, his record wiped clean. He cannot be retried. He appeared briefly before reporters outside his home. The day innocence came to Mr. Cosby. Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that the decision to charge... I mean, can we be honest for a second? I, I don't think that's innocence, by the way. Well, and not to mention the fact, it's actually over 60 women. Right that accused him. And these aren't just random women. These are people that he had in his life. These are people that he mentored and people that were with him on a regular basis. So we're not talking about just random women. We're talking about people that actually 
had relationships with him, business relationships, you know? Innocence has come to yeah. Mr. Cosby. This is so ridiculous. No, that's not that's not how innocence works, buddy. No. Not, a, not even close. George Cosby with sexual assault in 2015 was an affront to fundamental fairness, and the prosecution violated Cosby's due process. Late today, Cosby calling into a radio show. This is for all the people who have been imprisoned wrongfully, regardless of race, color, or creed. Mm-hmm. Because I, I met them in there. You know, you know, okay, so Cosby gets out of jail, and, and within hours, he's calling a radio show. Right. I gotta be honest. If I'm a radio host in Pennsylvania, and they tell me, hey, Cosby's on the phone, I'm probably taking that call. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to entertain that for the sake of, of content. But, you know, I probably, I don't know. I haven't listened to that interview, and I don't know how it went. But I obviously would not let him off the hook easy. Yeah. I would have uh, made sure he admitted that this does not show he's innocent mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. I would also ask him about his statements during the trial. That he did, in fact, buy drugs Mm -hmm. to give to women that he planned on having relations with. Right. Because he made those statements. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of hard to just gloss over in this whole Bill Cosby's gotten his innocence uh, gimmick. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Three-year-old was serving a three to ten year sentence in maximum security prison after a jury found him guilty in 2018 of sexually assaulting Andrea Constant. At the time, Cosby's other accusers celebrated the verdict outside the court. I feel like I'm dreaming. By the way, Gloria Allred, one of uh, Trish's favorite people in the whole wide world, absolutely loves her. Yeah. Absolutely. I actually am not a fan of Gloria Allred, but in this particular case, I mean, she's like a leech. Like she jumps on these people and takes total advantage of these situations. But she's a succubus. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. She, I think she's an awful human being. But you know, most lawyers are. You pinch me. Constant, a former Temple University employee, said Cosby drugged and sexually assaulted her in his Pennsylvania home in 2004. Cosby said the interaction was consensual. In 2005, the district attorney at the time, Bruce Castor, who later would go on to be one of President Trump's impeachment attorneys, did not bring charges. Castor testified that there was not enough evidence, but instead he made a verbal agreement not to prosecute Cosby if he would give a deposition in Constance civil case. That same deposition became the basis for a new DA to charge him 10 years later, days before the statute of limitations expired. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court says prosecutors broke the promise. Tonight. Now, uh, keep in mind, this is a deal where uh, it's it's the front end of the Me Too era, right? Mm-hmm. So when they came back and revisited the, the, the entire case, there was a lot of public pressure involved I in all that. I think that's the only reason it came back, because... He has people, he had people accusing him all the way back in 1970. Right. Like, I mean, talking like every two years, people were going in and complaining about this happening to him. And no one would pr- like actually go through with criminal charges. Well, he's America's dad. You know? He's America's dad. <laughs> A spokesman for Cosby said, this is justice and justice for black America. This has nothing to do with race. One of the prosecutors from the trial, Kristen Gibbons, fed But at the same time, it has so much to do with race because if you look at the breakdown of who thinks he's innocent, 
who thinks he's not innocent mm-hmm. and has, in fact, been made into a race issue. Um, a, a large portion of the African-American community thinks Bill Cosby is innocent. And I'm going to give you my theory on why that is. Mm-hmm. And it's... Not to say anybody's right or wrong because it's it's your own opinion. Right. You got it, any way you want to think about it, however. The black community grew up or lived in an era where Bill Cosby was a, um, a role model mm-hmm. for the black community, was a role model for black children mm-hmm. in, 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 in his, his TV persona. And it was a hundred percent. You know, I, I cannot blame one single person for wanting their kids to grow up looking up to somebody like Bill Cosby. We did in my house. Yeah, he was yeah. America's dad. Absolutely. He, he his character on TV was something that was full of wholesome family values, a present dad, a present family, so on and so forth. And so you wanted your children to strive to be. Bill Cosby or Mr. Huxtable or whatever his name was. (laughs) And so when all this turns around and he then turns into this person, Mm -hmm. that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. So they push back on that, you know, and and it may be in the back of their mind. They're thinking, well, you know, I, I forced this, my child onto this guy as being this hero like, I, I can't let this, you know, maybe they think that inadvertently it will change the projection of their child's life or whatever. I don't know. But I think that's where the mindset of sticking up for him, despite all the evidence, is coming from, in particular, in the black community. And that is obviously an opinion from a random white guy. Well, and here's the thing. Like, you watch these shows and you start seeing these people like miss, you know, you look at him and you think this is what he's like in real life. You don't like associate the fact that this is just a TV show and not who he is. Yeah. A lot of people don't disconnect the two. Right. You don't Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Um, And my, myself, when I started hearing about this, I started thinking, okay, he's about to come out with a new show where he's going to be a conservative father. So I started looking at it going, okay, maybe this is their ploy to, to silence him just like they did with Roseanne. She right. was coming out with a show, um, with a conservative show. So I actually started looking into it thinking, okay, this is all trumped up just to keep that show from going on air. So that's the way I kind of started looking at it. And then I start noticing there's a pattern with these women. It's been going on for 30, 40 years um, it's just hard to deny, especially since they, a lot of them came forward and spoke to friends and to business associates about what actually was happening and their stories all matched, you know, I'm still sticking up for Roseanne too. I don't care oh, if it's Andy sure. and tweets or what. Yeah, like, for sure. It was a funny joke. Okay. In the sense of nobody knew Valerie Jarrett was part black. Okay. Right. And that's the problem is that, you know, they, they just wanted her off the air. So they. Absolutely. Yeah. They found a golden yeah. opportunity to get her off the air, and so that's absolutely what they did. And firing back. I'm disturbed, I'm distressed that they are again exploiting our thirst for justice in his name. Stephanie joins us now from outside Bill Cosby's home. Stephanie has the D. Wait, wait a minute. What, did I miss something there? Did that, whoever that lady was, was she saying that... This is a, a, a virtue signal to let Cosby out of jail to say, 
oh, you're just doing that because uh, we want justice and we never get it. So you're like, I'll throw you a bone. Here's Bill Cosby. Is that what she was saying? I don't know. We kind of cut it off in the middle. Yeah, I wouldn't pay attention. Tonight, a spokesman for Cosby said this is justice and justice for black America. One of the prosecutors from the trial, Kristen Gibbons Fedden, firing back. I'm disturbed, I'm distressed that they are again exploiting our thirst for justice in his name. Stephanie joins yeah. us now from outside. Bill- okay, so that was one of the prosecutors who was mm-hmm. saying that this is BS. He shouldn't have been let out, and they're just doing it to throw a bone right. to the black community mm-hmm. in their thirst for justice. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Just want to make sure I was following and that And I correctly. don't even think that's what it's about. I think it's about a celebrity. I don't think it's about race at all. Bill Cosby's home. Stephanie has the DA who brought the charges reacted this evening. Yeah, he has, Lester. Kevin Steele says Cosby was convicted by a jury and then released on a procedural issue. He says he hopes today's decision doesn't deter women who are victims of sexual assault from coming forward. Really? Because that's exactly what it does. Listen, if you look back at the women that came forward when it was happening, like Janice Dickinson, for instance, when she came out that this happened to her, they started making her, and I remember this, making her look like a crazy drug addict alcoholic all this kind of stuff and i remember them running her over the coals back then and thinking myself this woman's crazy you know well yeah you're gonna be crazy after you're raped and your rapist is paraded around on tv and the media makes you out to be the bad guy right you know what i'm saying and so yeah of course it's gonna keep women from coming forward and that's what a lot of these women said this this is a powerful man and these other charges have never been looked at because of who he is yeah there, there's a you know? lot of talk especially that comes from the left you, you think about Kavanaugh and some of these other instances Clarence Thomas that they've gone after and uh the obviously false charges but the people that were saying they're false because there's no evidence to it or whatever they would use the excuse or use the accusation that you are causing other women to not come forward. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that is true in those instances, but in this one, if they want to go that route, which they never will, because it's a black and white issue to Mm -hmm. them as well. Right. Um, If they were fair, they would come out and say the same thing about this, because I think this one holds uh, uh, plenty of credence to, dissuade mm-hmm. women from speaking up knowing that you know something like that can happen and and maybe if anything just when it comes to prominent mm-hmm. celebrities that have sexually assaulted others well that's what i was gonna say is like bill clinton what happened with his accusers not only did hillary clinton go after them but the media went after them big willie yeah big willie got to be a hero you know everybody's like oh look at him he's having sex in the oval office and then hillary clinton got to be the hero i'm standing by my man yep you know so well what's wrong what's wrong with having a little fun in the oval office like what's the big deal oh man nobody cares that's what that's what they would always say about Bill Clinton. Democrats would. Hmm. Nobody cares, man. Everybody does it. It's just well, a I, you know what? I was watching um a, one of the um, Secret Service men do an interview the other day, and he was actually talking about Monica Lewinsky in the White House that she would flash her thong going down the hallways. 
Yeah. Just to kind of let them know who she was and what she was there for. And I thought that was kind of like, God, what's going on in this place? Right. <laughs> this is the White House. It's a little awkward. Yeah. It's not as awkward as Joe Biden swimming naked in front of his Secret Service females uh, in a swimming pool. I defend him in that case. She does. You know, I defend it. him. You're in your home. And if you want to swim swim naked in your pool. Nah, if you're going to have security, you got to have some respect. There's still listen. human beings. So here's the thing. With this case... <laughs> With this case, what's happened mm-hmm. is, as you heard in that news clip, it was thrown out on a technicality. And I think there were a few things uh, as far as that's concerned. I've actually got the document here of the uh, Supreme Court's decision. It's a non-prosecution agreement that was struck with Bruce Castor Jr., who's the former DA, and it meant that Bill Cosby should not have been charged in the case for which he was convicted and sentenced in 2018. Now, um, uh, they're not going to let me pull it up. I thought I was going to get it. Um, so it was a six to one decision. And I think there's there's nine justices on that state Supreme Court, just like on the U.S. Supreme Court. Two of them dissented, so they didn't issue a ruling but the other six did uh did, did agree with dropping the case and and letting Cosby go. And so what I think here on the legal side of it is actually a win for justice. And I know that sounds weird. It's a win for the justice system to work as it's supposed to. The technicalities do matter. It's the way our our system is set up. Mm -hmm. But we know also with that, with those technicalities, a lot of good outcomes happen, right? A lot of innocent people are able to get out of a potentially horrible situation. But with the good always comes the bad. And if we can minimize the bad, that Mm -hmm. would be great. But it's on especially the DAs and the prosecutors and even the defending lawyers to make sure their case is clean. It's on the up and up, that mm-hmm. there's no technicalities. So I don't necessarily disagree with this decision from the Pennsylvania Su- Supreme Court, but I do think Bill Cosby is still guilty. Guilty as crap. Well, I, I agree with you. And I think that the biggest issue I have with this is that there is a statute of limitations for cases like this. I don't think that there should be. I think murder, rape, things like that, there should be no statute of limitations on that. Yeah. Because that's why, I'm, like, all of them couldn't press charges. Well, that's... You know? That's tricky, too. You know? I, um, I think it's crazy. As much as we watch these shows about trying to free people that are innocent, and there's so much corruption in the system, and those cases don't get overturned and something like this, where he's actually admitted to doing right. stuff like this, it, it's overturned. Again, so. he admitted mm-hmm. to buying the drugs for women he planned on having relations with. Right. And with statues of limitations, all you can do to somebody is say, if it weren't for statue of limitations... Because you'd be in jail. You'd be in jail. <laughs> exactly. So it's just... Um, it, it's the same thing with the George Floyd case, the Derek Chauvin case. I think... The Derek Chauvin case was botched, and I would not be completely shocked. I'd be a little surprised. 
But I would not be completely shocked if the Derek Chauvin case ends up like this case. Mm-hmm. But I would also... I, okay, so I'm, I'm going to lean towards that will never happen. But I think there is a chance, a substantial chance, mm-hmm. that Derek Chauvin's case could turn out this way as well. Because just like the Cosby case, there was major public pressure swaying the jury the mm-hmm. jury pool was tainted he couldn't get a fair trial that's why that's one of the the technicalities that that was considered in the supreme court ruling from in pennsylvania mm-hmm. that absolutely happened in the Derek chauvin case mm-hmm. and so that was not how we want our justice system to work at all i think the Derek chauvin case was absolute bs and i wish they would do it over. Now, if they do it over and they send uh, Derek Chauvin to prison for 70 years, for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. I would be perfectly content right. if the process worked appropriately. I'm not saying he should or shouldn't be in jail. I think either way is just as fine. I think he deserves some sort of punishment. And if that's life in prison, that's okay. Then that's what he gets. Right. My concern is the justice system working as it should. And in that case... It didn't happen, but with Cosby and Chauvin, uh, outside of the end result, those two are very, very similar to mm-hmm. each other. Very similar. I'm going to keep my opinion to myself on that one. Just well, I, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, is you know, both have uh, also have admittance of guilt. Where Cosby verbally said it, Derek Chauvin did it on video. Well, I'm not. I'm not referring to that. I, I still think this was a setup, and I think there's been For some who? evidence of uh, Chauvin being paid to do this, and so but oh. that's what I'm saying. I'm. I'm false flag, Willie. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm kind of keeping it to myself. Wrong show, this Trish. Is, Wrong show, this Trish. This is too hot of a topic. Abort, to, abort. Uh, yeah, that's why I said I wasn't going to give you my opinion, but you forced Sheesh. it out of me. Sheesh. <laughs> There's Ooh. some evidence to it. Coming so, in hot. Maybe we should do a whole show on that. I don't know if I want to touch that That'll one. That'll definitely get us knocked off of YouTube. For sure. <laughs> Maybe we should do that and just post it on the audio and, and rumble. Maybe so. By the way, for the next, I think tomorrow's our last day of the suspension on the main YouTube channel. Yay. But we are going to be extremely careful in what we post. There may be episodes that we do that we only post on rumble if i do a show and i feel like i don't want to chance it mm-hmm. i'm not gonna post it on youtube at least for the next 90 days that's right if i can get outside no i take the back it's not 90 days you've got about another 60 days or yeah 60 days in. yeah so 60 days in <laughs> and it's like 45 days so 45 days and we're good because they do it 90 day increments 90 days from your first strike if you get your third strike, you're out. Mm-hmm. But if we can get past that 90 day mark, watch me get my last strike on the on the 90th day. Listen, you just brought up luck. 60 days in, and it made me think about what kind of conditions do you think Cosby was in? Do you think he had like the Martha Stewart treatment, or do you think he had like, Martha standard Stewart treatment. jail treatment? No, he was in a maximum security prison, so I, well, I so don't know. Was she wasn't she. Was she? I Probably. Think so. Well, she was in a federal prison. No, they, they those people get what they want when they're in prison. They do. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Um, now, you brought this up that there was a, a comedian 
that was talking about this when. Okay, so let me just set this up. All of these, not all of these, a fraction of the accusers had come forward to police, had tried to have, you know, charges brought against Bill Cosby, and nothing ever came of them. They, you know, never got anywhere with the charges. This comedian in 2014, as part of his stand-up routine, talked about Bill Cosby being a rapist. And he literally said at the end of his set, I want y'all to Google this, and so you can see for yourself that Bill Cosby is a rapist. So it started people all over the world Googling this and it started bringing it to light and it made um, news stations, you know, bring out articles and um, accusers started coming forward more and things like that. And that's, this is, this person right here is what started, started the firestorm. And what's his name? Um, It's Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris. Yes. And he's the one that was the, the, he launched the initial it. guy. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what this is. 13. And it's even worse because Bill Cosby has the smuggest old black man public persona that I hate. Let's get some TV. Pull your pants up, black people. I was on TV in the 80s. I can talk down to you because I had a successful sitcom. Yeah, it was great women, Bill Cosby. So, kind of brings you down a couple notches. I don't curse on stage. Well, yeah, you're a rapist, so. I'll take you saying lots of on Bill Cosby himself if you weren't a rapist. I don't know why, what I'm doing by telling you. I guess I want to just at least make it weird for. Uh, so that right there, Hannibal Burris. Yeah is uh saying what was the time frame on that 2014 is when he did this special okay 2014 he's calling it out and you know there's every reason to believe he was saying that because he knew because in that business Mm -hmm. this is open secrets Mm -hmm. people know about this stuff right all the other shady stuff and i'm not gonna say it because i got a strike for bullying maybe it's (laughs) because i called a particular person out but yeah. in Hollywood and in the music industry, there are evil people that are doing evil things, and it's not a secret. But mm-hmm. you, as a member of that society, you are not allowed to say anything at all. Right. But comedians are kind of different. Right. You know, Even though they know they're not supposed to say it, they're, it's like me on the radio. There's mm-hmm. things in our life... In our family members' lives that I'm not supposed to talk about. But and I end up saying it anyway. anyway. Yeah. I think it's one of those. Because you, mm-hmm. you, as a comedian, they're like, man, that'd be some good content. Man, let me just do it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'll say it and then ask for forgiveness. Well, it's kind of like the... Who was it that hosted? Was it the Grammys? And he got out there and did that whole monologue. That, oh, uh, Gervais. Ricky, Ricky Gervais. I mean, that was fantastic. That was amazing. That was fantastic. Uh, There's... That was, that was the, the best look on, Grammy. The uh, host look ever. on Hank's face was hilarious during mm, that thing. Don't don't bring up Tom Hanks. I didn't say Tom. You did. Crap. I just said Hanks. Crap. <laughs> when, don't say Tom Hanks. Say. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you we'll like just, that thing, don't you? Yeah, we'll just beep it out. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to update you guys on the whole situation and kind of give you our rundown of how we viewed this. And um, it was just what I was going to talk about, and I'll do this in the next episode, 
is the NSA spying on journalists yet again. It happened during the Obama administration. Mm -hmm. It's happening again now, and it should scare the crap out of everybody because it is a giant step towards this country turning into the CCP, the Communist Chinese Party. Gosh, another thing I don't want to say. About that About particular the journalist, issue? yeah. Tell me. Well, I've been looking... <laughs> I look into everything, you guys. It's what I do for like eight hours a day. you out. Um, I've been looking into... Uh, what's his name from CNN? Don't say it. What's his name? Don't say it. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Jake Tapper. No. Brian Stelter. No, keep going. Um, uh, Don Lamont. No. Chris Cuomo. I'm testing your knowledge here. Keep going. Um, Gray hair. Wolf Blitzer. No. Gay. Anderson Cooper. Yes, Anderson Cooper. You know who his mother is, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know She's, the story on that, though. Well, I mean, them putting people into the media so that they can control the media. Oh. So I've been looking into, like, the Vanderbilt home and the paintings in the Vanderbilt home. Have you seen that stuff? I, I think so. Oh, my God. I think so when his, because his mother just recently died, like, over the past couple of years. And so I watched a big piece on CNN mm -hmm. about it, um, and that was kind of the first time I was hearing about this stuff. But right, well, we could we could do a whole a whole show on weird paintings like out of Epstein's house and stuff. Oh, we can do that. Yeah, I Bush thought with about the paper that. planes going after the Jenga towers. Oh, remember well, that picture? Epstein had um, uh, Bill Clinton in a blue dress, yeah. like right as you walked in High his house. Hills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this particular picture in the Vanderbilt house was they had an in-ground pool inside the house, and it was um, white tile, and it had what looked like nooses hanging down around the inside of the pool. She also had a painting in her home that was that white pool with the nooses, but children were in their panties, and they were bound and gagged in front mm. of the nooses and they were just turned around looking at the camera or the person painting. It's a very disturbing piece of art. But the painting was of the swimming pool in the house, which makes you believe that it it was something that actually happened. Right. You know, lots of weird art in that house. Wow, there'll be plenty to talk about that in the future. Real <laughs> quick. You're like off subject. Don't let me forget Vapor Forge out on 280. That's right. The guys that are going to take care of you. These are my BFFs when it comes to the vape world. Nobody does it better than these guys. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham. That phone number 205 874 9010. I've almost got the number memorized where I don't have to read uh, it anymore. Right. Everybody that listens and watches this show should have it mem memorized. Also, patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who still available, still the ability for you guys to donate to the show. If you'd like to do that, this is the way to do it. Five, ten, twenty-five, fifty dollars per month. If you want to do a one-time deal, that's good as well. Just go to patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who and support this show. Again, as I said last time, we're never going to be monetized on YouTube or make any kind of money that way. So it's going to be up to advertisers and you guys. Mm -hmm. Well, we've taken a break on putting exclusive content on Patreon, but we're about to get back on top of that. So if you want that exclusive behind-the-scenes content, mm -hmm. she is the official director of behind-the-scenes content, and she's about to start putting stuff back up. Yep. So be on the lookout for that. That's it. 
Is that it? That's it for this edition of Overline. You're not used to this because normally no. when you and I do a show, it's like an hour long. Yeah. This is the short show. I didn't have notice no. to start pulling up a bunch of stuff. But it worked out, didn't it? It did. Did you have fun? I did. A lot of fun? Or just a little Always fun? Always when I'm spending time with you. Is it just a little fun? It's a little fun. Just a little. Just a little guy. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time. See you, cuz. <laughs>